1: Oh, yeah. It is the odd couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob Parker. We are broadcasting live, and it ain't Rob Parker. It's my man, Ephraim Salam. That's right. Look at him grooving in the Zoom. I see him moving pretty well for a big boy. All right, we are live from the TireRack.com studio. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. Wow. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this, of course, right here, the I couple, even without Rob Parker, is the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83 for the next three hours. You will not be disappointed on this funky flashback Friday. So let me welcome in the
3: man, Ephraim Salam. What's up, man? What's happening, man? How you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me again, man. Uh, you know, I burn this thing down again uh, every every now and then. You you just you want to beat him. you know you you beat up on Rob all week and then sometimes that's you, true. You want to feel like you've been dominated. Wow! all so no. I, Oh,
1: I guys, oh, look that. Hey, you want to drop
3: to your knees. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I I brought you on every few weeks, or you know, Rob's been on vacation for you know whenever he's on vacation. Every every so often I bring you in. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't do you like like five straight days if he's off all week because I want to take it easy on you. You know, no, I, that's I'll, not true. I'll uh I, one day at a time. Let's you know, then it, a few months from now when Rob takes off again, I will bring you in again and I, you'll I, be healed up.
3: I mean, the greatest thing him. about the show and and fan responses is they're instant. So if if you have X or Instagram or whatever it is you're using, all you got to do is when 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 I, when I step on stage, man, you know people scream encore. Do you want more? <laughs> right? I, I'm just I, I'm just saying, man.
1: We'll see in three hours if you sing in that same tune. <laughs> right? You'll be bowing down in three hours like usual. But anyway, let's let's introduce the Odd Couple crew so we can get this party started. Super producer Rob G, of course, is in the house. On the ones and the twos, as I said on this funky flashback Friday, is our man, DJ Alex Teichert, aka Alex the Vegan. Of course, on the social media of the great Elijah Sabunia. And on the updates, you heard him earlier. Our man, Steve DeSager. All right. Hey, Steve. Ephraim, let's get right into it. Cause last night. We had a game that, you know, we we figured it went about the way we thought it would. San Francisco <laughs> wins thirty to twelve over the New York Giants. And there's a, you know, I, I think everybody pretty much understood that in the NFC, the three top contenders that were entering the league, entering the uh season were Dallas, San Francisco, and Philadelphia in no particular order. And now we've seen Two of the top teams played the New York Giants. And I know you don't just go head to head. Oh, they beat them by more points. That means they're better. No, but it's something to talk about because the Dallas Cowboys have been off to a rousing start. And San Francisco's 3-0, scored 30 points each game, beat the Rams, who actually look like they're pretty decent, stomped the Steelers, and just stomped the Giants 30-12. to so my pick to go to the Super Bowl and actually win it this year was Philadelphia. I feel good about that. I think they'll continue to improve over the season. Uh, they, I, I would say that Dallas and San Francisco have been the two most impressive teams thus far. So of these two, which one do you like better? Not which one has been playing better over the last, you know, the, the start of the season. Because it's hard to say not Dallas. But which one do you think is the better team and uh, would you kind of put your money on if you had to pick one of them to get out of the NFC?
3: Well, if I had to pick one now, it would have to be the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, number one, as crazy as it may seem, uh, you start with the head of the snake and I trust Brock Purdy more than I trust Dak wow. Prescott.
1: I, You know, I, I, we were on First Things thanks. First today and I based, I said the same thing. I said... Because the thing about Purdy, now look, in a vacuum, does Dak probably, you know, would people probably take Dak? Yeah, maybe. But for these two teams, they just don't need to make mistakes, right? The right. quarterback? And yeah. and Purdy does not make mistakes. No, we, and Dak he's obviously that.
3: does. Like he's yeah. proven that. Although Brock Purdy's sample size is smaller, he's shown, number one, he can make the throws. Right. Uh, number two, he doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't make mistakes. If it's not there, he'll get rid of it in a place where it's not in harm's way. Uh, but one of the biggest things is when you look at the construction of the team. Yes, they both can get after the pass. From Michael Parsons is, is, I mean, I'm, I w- as an offensive lineman, I wouldn't want to block him all game. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't. All right, he, he has too much. Uh, uh, and I can too say, fast. Too fast. And I can say the same thing for for, for Bosa. Like it, it, look, right. they're formidable. They're front seven. Both teams are formidable. Now, losing T. Diggs, that is huge for Dallas moving forward because now creatively you can't do some of the things that you would normally do when you have your all-pro, all-world, ball hawk, cornerback he already has two picks this year already and it's been two games yeah so that's a huge blow and if you're looking at this these teams prior to the injury and and practice yesterday if you were looking at these teams saying okay they're they're comparable right that would automatically thrust san francisco uh, ahead of, of the cowboys if you're just looking at things as unbiased as you possibly can
1: right No, I I think that's a good point. Like I would have gone in to the week saying that I thought the defenses were pretty, I mean, right there with each other. And Micah Parsons, as much as I like Nick Bosa, I was thinking Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in the league. So I would take him. But now that Diggs is out, I mean, whether you want to give San Francisco the slight edge or say it's a wash you can say that with the defense. Quarterbacks, like you said, you could trust Brock Purdy. He's shown us he doesn't make the mistakes. But even if somebody wants to say that's a wash. But San Francisco, without question, Ephraim, hmm. has the better skilled position players. That's the thing. Like, people want to jump on Brock Purdy and say, oh, he doesn't do that much. He's just throwing shorter passes, screen passes, and all that stuff. He, he's doing what he's supposed to do. If I'm a point guard and I've got three 20-point scores on the club, I don't need to be trying to score 20. No, no. I should be dishing the rock, right? And and guarding
3: somebody. Yes, (laughs) that's (laughs) it.
1: What he's doing, he gets the ball to the playmakers, Debo Samuel. They didn't even have Brandon Ayuk last night, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey, and they do their thing, and he doesn't turn the ball over. So I'm with you. I mean, obviously Dallas is going to be right there. But of the two, I do like San Francisco better, and I think Dallas will be interesting because do you think that you you without Trayvon Diggs, I think they're still gonna have a top defense. But do you feel like now we've always been saying, look, that don't you don't have to do too much, right? Y'all gonna have a great defense. He's never run listened, the ball. But y- yes, <laughs> right. Great defense. Run the ball and you be the game manager and occasionally make a big play. And now with digs out, the defense, you know, you would think takes a slight step back. Does that put more pressure on the offense to be better? And and could that lead to Dak trying to do too much?
3: Well, you're going to have to pick up the slack somewhere, right? So when you lose a player of that caliber, you're going to have to pick up the slack somewhere. Is that they blitz more now because, you know, they really want to get the the, the ball out of the quarterback's hand? Is, is it that they shift the defense? And, look, whoever is coming in as a backup, he's a professional athlete. That's his job. This is a great opportunity for him Go to ahead. make a name for himself – because he's gonna get all the passes. They, they're gonna, say, you, they you, gonna pick on him. <laughs> we're we, we're going to find out really fast if you can play or not. And so that's an opportunity for someone. In the loss, there's always an opportunity. But yeah, the, the you know, they may have to score more points. They may have to you we still don't know based on the opponents that that the Cowboys have played. We still don't know what type of team they're going to be. Now, the defense can win you a lot of games, but at a certain point, you're going to have to go down the field. You're going to have to duke it out. And do you trust Dak Prescott not to put the ball in harm's way in those type of situations? It's very easy to play quarterback with a lead. Very easy. They don't pay you $40 million a year to play with a lead. That he didn't the, play
1: particularly well. I mean, they didn't need him, but right. against the, in the opening game against mm-hmm. the Giants.
3: And, right? and then you look at the the, the the divisions. You know, who has an easier roadmap in, in, in terms of their division? Now, what we didn't realize is that Washington was going to be as formidable as they are. And then, yep. of course, you have the Philadelphia Eagles. So right. who has an easier path just to win the division, the Forty ers no doubt, are are the Dallas Cowboys. Yep, no doubt, the
1: Niners, no doubt. That's a good. That's a good uh, point because you know it could come down to home field advantage,
3: and probably you know? <laughs> the, yeah. the the way these top teams and and this and and this is the thing that I love about the NFL. This is the thing I love about coming out of of, of training camp. And in preseason, because we all, all of us are prognosticators. That's what we do, that's our job, right? So you start, who's your Super Bowl pick? Who's gonna make the right. playoffs? Who's not going to make the playoffs? Now, it's still a small sample size because it's only been two games. I like to start grading teams after the first quarter of the season. Give me four real games to see what type of team uh, uh, a, a team is. Okay. But just looking at it now, the great AFC and those great quarterbacks are struggling a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Look at the yeah. top teams that we all, all of us collectively, have said, "Oh, these will be the top teams." Now there's still time to right the ship, but some of those zero and two teams, well, one and one. Cincinnati and 1 teams, is obviously. Yeah, I, hey something. man, we, dude, we'll they, get to that. We'll get to that. But yeah, it's it, no, nah, you right.
1: look. Last year didn't play out the way we expected in terms of we thought the AFC West. I heard people saying it might be the best division ever. 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 And, I, yeah. and I thought that might be possible There was too. no argument. You couldn't argue right. against it. Right. And it wasn't close. But uh, <laughs> look, the MVP has obviously become a quarterback's award. But do the Cowboys have somebody who's going to change that? That is next on the Odd Couple. Ephraim Salam is in for Rob Parker. I'm Chris Broussard. Y'all know what to do. Keep it locked. TJ Hushmanada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
4: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events.
0: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
5: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host.
1: All right, it's the Odd Couple. Live from the Tireck.com studios, Chris Broussard, Ephraim Salam is in for Rob Parker. We're sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, therapy can help bring out a whole new you, and BetterHelp makes it easy to match with a licensed therapist. You can get 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp.com slash Odd Couple. That's betterhel com slash Odd Couple. All right, Ephraim, we both agreed that San Francisco, we think it has a better chance of, you know, getting to the Super Bowl than the Cowboys, although both will be contenders for sure. But I got to be honest, right now, and it's really early, of course, all right? But these discussions, you know, this is what we do. Right now, if the NFL season ended after <laughs> these two games,
3: a lot of people would be mad, but a like. lot of
1: people would be mad. That's for darn sure. The MVP to me has been Micah Parsons. And I would think like you people talking Tua and Tua, I think is first now in the in the odds, but Tua has been great, but he's got two interceptions in just the two games. Obviously on pace for 17 which would lead the league last year would have led the league um, four touchdowns. That's nice. That's thirty-four touchdowns, seventeen picks. That's the pace he's on. Obviously, things will change, but I'm just saying, Micah has been the best player. And you said you see what he's doing defensively. He's almost. He's, I mean, they got great defenders other other places, but he is like a one man band on that Dallas Cowboys defense because he's the one that's the straw that stirs the drink. Do you think, like, that that could happen? Like, a non quarterback or I mean, running backs, you know, last one to win it was 2012, Adrian Peterson. Last defensive player was Lawrence Taylor, 1986. It's become a quarterback's award. But I think if no quarterback has, like, gaudy stats this year on a, a high-win team, Micah Parsons has a real chance to get it.
3: Yeah, I, I don't think uh, that – award is reserved for anyone outside uh wh- maybe uh you, you know in in a in a, uh, a crazy year someone else offensively like if a receiver you know catches over 2000 you know yeah. yards receiving or running back breaks the all-time single season rushing record it is there we've seen – it's it's not right. in the cards right i think the
1: running back has to get yeah, the it has to
3: be something miraculous have a chance. it's yep. it's not in the cards for a a defensive player to do it because uh, remember how great jj watt was yep. when he was i mean they were yep. comparing jj watt to one said uh, uh Lawrence taylor in terms of his disruptive abilities on defense You moved him up and down the line. He was getting sacks and tip passes and interceptions and scoring on offense. Quite clearly one of the best players at any position in football, and he had a pretty good run at it as well. Right. Uh, Including, uh, you know, 22 sacks. All all of these gaudy things that you would say, okay, that would garner him being – in the MVP conversation and have right. a real chance to do it. But it didn't happen. And so as good and as – I don't want to say good. As great as Mark, Micah Parsons is in his young NFL career, I mean, it's unbelievable to watch this young man move up and down the line. You can place him anywhere and it's a, yeah, a complete it's mismatch because – the yeah, guards, they don't have the foot speed to to deal with someone standing over their nose when the ball is snapped and, and the tackles. It's just too much space out there for you to be able to account uh, for someone who can change directions as fast as he can. So is, is
1: it that, I mean, we haven't really seen anybody play like that for the most part. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Is it matter. that nobody's been strong enough? To you know, like you, you obviously have guys that are as fast and faster as than Micah Parsons, but are they those guys haven't been able to have the strength to deal with offensive
3: linemen like he does? Yeah, what we, what have, what we, what have we seen in his young career? Towards the end of the year, he wears down. It is yeah. a a heavy burden to go up against three three twenty three ten three. The kid from um. What's the what's the kid from I think it's Tampa Bay, the rookie tackle? One. Uh number 79? Yeah. Is that is that was that Tampa Bay? Uh Not Worths. Uh no, I mean, no, no. The other rookie, kid, he's 6 uh 9 oh, yeah, yeah. 375. Yeah, Wait, yeah. what? Yeah. Who is th- So just imagine that, Yeah, that dude. Imagine Woo. going against that guy for 60 plays a game. When you get home, when you wake up in the morning, you're going to be like, oh, my God, was this, did a truck run over me? Yeah. So someone uh, like a Micah Parsons, and he is tremendously athletic, he's strong, he's fast, but wear and tear is real when you're in those trenches, brother. It is real.
1: Yeah, That. Nah, that's an interesting point. But let, let me, and again, that he may wear down. We've seen it, you know, in his short career so far, late in the season, but right now, who who do you if you had to vote right now for who's been the MVP, would it be him? It would be him for me. I would I would give it to Tua. Wow.
3: I would give it to Tua. Because I
1: thought after game, and obviously this wasn't the case for game two, so that's fair. But I thought I I mean I think Tyreek when you talk to him, yeah, yeah. you got to talk Tyreek. Like, after that first game, my thought was, you know who was MVP of that game? Tyreek Hill.
3: Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, that's uh, that, that's easy, right? Now, I they mean, cut that, him was...
1: off, obviously, the, the way, you know, he was played in the second game. Correct. But right. I I think we'll see how this plays out. But he's he could arguably be their MVP. You're talking about 2,000 receiving yards. We know that's a goal of his. Yeah. And yeah. I get it that Tua's got to throw him the ball. But that dude's breakaway ability and just I mean he just, I I said E for me reminds me of Randy Moss. Obviously completely different styles, sizes of receiver, but the way is he's almost like a cheat code. You know, like his speed is what Moss's speed and size was.
3: You the, just throw it up there and he's going to get it. So the thing with with that is and especially for a receiver that second game, we saw what defenses are probably going to try to do to him. Yeah. Right? Five for 40 is a long way away from what he had the week before. Right. But yet, at the quarterback position, you got to figure that out, and you got to be able to deliver the ball down the field and spread it out. That's why quarterbacks get a lot of the praise, because when defenses are taking things away from you, can you still manufacture points? Can you yeah. still manufacture uh, first downs, keep the chains moving, keep the offense on schedule. So that's why the award has really become a, a quarterback's award because, as you know, we're in a passing, passing a pass league. And
1: I, Ephraim, I've said this. I don't know if I've said this to you before. I really believe now the NFL should go follow the Cy Young Award model and make a Peyton Manning Award, Tom Brady Award, whatever you want to call it, for the best quarterback, and then you have your offensive player of the year, Defense player of the year, or MVP, whatever. Because
3: it's just, I don't think it's fair that it's become a quarterback award. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair to the great players like a Micah Parsons, like right. when J.J. Watt was doing T.J. Watt. Look at all these guys, right? And they uh, are
1: in a different,
3: like, like I when I think of the
1: greatest baseball player ever, I will not say a pitcher, no matter how great that
3: pitcher's been. Because right, you're only playing I, every five yeah. days, and you, you're
1: and not I, even I at I the think, plate. I think that, like, obviously people have called Tom Brady the greatest football player ever. I think he's, oh, the, not, greatest he's the greatest quarterback ever. Greatest quarterback,
3: Not the greatest football player.
1: I, I totally agree. I, there's no way I would say he's the best football player ever.
3: No, 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 no. That's, that's, and
1: so it's a similar situation. I think they need to to change the awards and – to reflect that. But speaking of quarterbacks, there's one in Cleveland who everybody's wondering, when's this game coming back? That's next.
2: <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
1: All right. Thank you, Steve. It is the iCouple. Chris Bruce, R, Ephraim Salam, and for Rob Parker live from the TireRack.com studios. Uh, Let's go to Cleveland. We're talking about quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson, uh, last year we gave him a pass for being rusty, and I think we should have, right? He played six games, had been off a year and a half, didn't look like himself. Okay, fine. But this year they've played two games. Now they have split. They beat Cincinnati. They got Tennessee coming up this weekend, which will be a really good game. Um, but Deshaun Watson, Ephraim, completing just 55% of his passes, two touchdowns, two interceptions, passer rating of 69, uh, has not looked anything like the quarterback in Houston that got the $230 million fully guaranteed deal. He's run the ball pretty well. That's been the best stuff he's done. But what, do you think he will get back to even close to what he used to be in Houston? Because if he does, this is a dangerous team. I think even without the great Nick Chubb at running back.
3: Uh, he was, Nick Chubb was such a big part of, of what they like to do offensively. It's going to put more pressure uh, on a quarterback who's still trying to find his way. So. Right. The question is: Do I think he can get back to that that level? That form it was difficult when I when I watched the, the the last game. I mean, he was under siege, right? That Pittsburgh defense is yeah. relentless. So you're like, oh, okay. But going back to the first game of the season uh, against the Bengals, whose defense isn't as vaunted as uh, or storied or are stacked with with potential defensive players of the year right. like the Steelers are. He he still struggled. He missed a lot of open shots, held on to the ball. Um, he, he's long. not
1: close on his long ball.
3: No, 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 no. Oh. It, it, it's, it's off. So uh, if you ask me can he get back to that form he was in Houston, that's a tough get back to. Can he uh, adjust and become – a, a quarterback that Cleveland needs in terms of protecting the ball, com, uh, uh, completing a higher percentage of throws, keeping right. drives going. I mean, their their third down efficiency was uh, is horrendous. To me, those are the signs. You don't always have to hit the deep ball. You don't always have to to be perfect oh right over the top. Right. But can you extend drives? On third and seven, can you get eight? <laughs> right? It, it's, it, it becomes one of those things because you can have a 10-play drive and it's going great and you can get to a third and four and not get it and you walk over to the sideline as they punt the ball. Those type of things break your rhythm. It deflates the team. So you have to come out as a quarterback and say, okay, We know he's mobile. He has the ability to extend plays. Sometimes it seems like he's hesitant. Right. There was one time uh, in the game where he could have clearly ran for a first down, and he threw the ball. Now, there was a defensive penalty, so they got the first down anyway. But I'm pretty sure he didn't know that it was a defensive penalty. But it's it's things like that to like, okay, hey, man, you could have – you needed 7 you could have got 15 is is how do you explain i mean he's 28 years
1: old just turned 28 in fact like i can get i mean i think russell wilson obviously is playing better this year than he did last year but if he falls off mm-hmm. we can all say man he's 34 years old he had his career you know it, it's it seems young compared to tom brady and some others to fall off but hey he's older right we could say, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, if he never gets back to what he was, uh, you know, with the Jets, what he was with the Packers a few years ago, we'll say he's older. At twenty-eight, why can't Deshaun Watson? And granted, it's still the opportunity for him to do it. But wh- how would you explain the fall off? Is it huh. as simple as the system? I, I mean, I, I they were spread offense in Houston. You know what I mean? It was a little different system, but. I still think if he's as great as we thought he was, he would be able to adjust.
3: It's a, it's a common, that was a great question, It's because it's a combination of all of it. It's a combination of being comfortable in the new offense that you're running that wasn't like the offense that you had the success in. It's a combination of the extreme layoff. The biggest thing to me may be a mental, uh, a, 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 the mental portion of this. I, you want to talk about a fall from grace. Yes, yes. And so the pressure. Think about this as a, on a human level, not on an athlete, athlete, but athletic level. Think about it on a human level. The fall from grace and the pressure of climbing yourself out of that dungeon mentally, I and agree. the amount of of pressure you you're number one you put on yourself and the world. Is put, all eyes are waiting to see. That's the question everybody wants to know. Well, he, hears look, it. he said it himself. He hears the things that are going on. So if you continue, very few players can block that out. Because that's the thing. like He's put on, when you look at him at the press
1: conferences, he's put, putting on a brave face. Of he course, looks you have to. All that, right. He's the quarterback, yes. Absolutely. But he, he from people, might not remember. He had the type of image like a Jalen Hurts. Yes. Remember? Oh, like he, this dude was not just, oh, he's a great player, but he was he, beloved. Yes. And his character was a part
3: he was the of next, his story, the story, right? Things that he did in the community. Yep. All of yep. those things. I mean, this is this is you build, you've worked your whole life for this. You build this up and and you're living in your your journey. You feel like, okay, I'm doing it. And then you get thrown off the top of that perch into a, a, a pit of despair, and based you know ba- based on your, your own your your right. your, your own behavior. Own
1: behavior. It, when he steps in front of the mic, you know when you run on the field, you know what everybody's thinking. Yes, people are looking at you like man, like they're thinking crazy stuff about you.
3: You shouldn't even he and shouldn't I even wonder, be out there. Yeah, right. It, I it wonder
1: how much that can. Some guy, you know, people are different. Some people can shake that off, don't care what people think. Others, I mean, that'd be tough to get that out of your head.
3: It is. And I think that's the element of this that we're not focusing on because we're trained to think that athletes are robots. Yeah. <laughs> we we are right. not. We are not robots. And those things matter. Now, some athletes are able to compartmentalize. And 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 push through that. Just think about the great Kobe Bryant. God rest his soul. Yes, he
1: was one that was right? He was going to trial. He's like and flying, and then giving thirty something, forty points. Forty. To, he to was. That, that was one <laughs> on his
3: forty point run. Yeah, that so was incredible. Not everybody can channel it there. Right. For some people, it's look at Ben Simmons. Look what happened to him. Yeah. So Uh once you start having these narratives out there and the expectation of pretty much the world in your eyes, that is difficult to do. Now, we don't want to hear that because they're like, they paid you $230 million, man, suck it up and get the job done. But in the reality of things, that may be the case, but he is still a human. And those
1: are, you brought up two great examples that really are kind of like the two extremes. I mean, Kobe Bryant, I mean, it was amazing the way he was able to compartmentalize that and play tremendous basketball. And then Ben Simmons, it may have destroyed his career. Could do it. And so that those are great. It, they're both extremes. And we'll see. We'll find out, is Deshaun Watson the more Ben Simmons, the more Kobe Bryant, or somewhere in the middle? All right, another quarterback. This is the hour of struggling quarterbacks, I guess. Justin Fields. Hmm. Is it him or is it the coaching staff? That's next. I couple Fox Sports Radio.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
4: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.
5: I'm very jealous (laughs) of your generation that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Oh, yeah! All right, it's the iCouple, yeah, oh, yeah, from tatirax.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Last year, I, I don't want to say he was all the rage, because that, that would be an overstatement. But Justin Fields had begun to convince people uh, from that, you know, He was going to be a very good quarterback in this league. He ran, I mean, he ran the ball tremendously. It was Lamar Jackson-like, the way he ran the ball last year. Um, I even saw some pundits, or at least one, on national TV say he could win the MVP award. Was that you? Didn't you do that? It wasn't me, no. It wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) It definitely wasn't me.
3: Speaking about MVP, he was the most bet uh, MVP candidate uh, this offseason, yeah.
1: Wow. I mean, you know, with the odds, I'm sure they were high. So that would that might, you know, might have felt like a good bet. But obviously, at this point, he has not been very good at all. He's got two touchdowns, three picks, only completing 60 percent of his passes. And, you know, a lot of times, you know, this Ephraim from as well as anybody when a quarterback gets sacked a lot, and this may have been a bugaboo of yours uh, when you play, they always blame the old line And yeah, sometimes it's the old lines fault. Maybe, maybe, you know, depends on the team. But a lot of times it's the quarterback's fault. And in his case, he's been sacked 10 times. I think 99 times since he's been in the league. Um, or 101 now in his three years. I think that leaves the league in his time since he's been here. Um It's his fault a lot because he's holding on to the ball too long. So what do you see from Justin Fields? Is it him or is it more, you know, he alluded to it being the coaching or the system, what have you. You think he's just a brother in a bad situation for his skill set or he really isn't delivering and
3: he's just not that good? Well, I'll tell you this. The thing that made Justin Fields – begin to pro- progress last, you know, the second half of the season was his ability to run the ball. Right. He himself said in the offseason that he considers himself one of the top five best running quarterbacks ever. And so with that notion, your offensive coordinator, your head coach, may not agree with that. It may not want that for you. So, you'll trot out and in the first game, you'll throw the ball 37 times and only run it nine. <laughs> right. You 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 see what I'm saying? Right. So, right. If, if you're thinking as the player, these are my strong suits because he's he said it himself. And then you come out throw the ball 37 times, you run it nine, the next game you run it four times right. for three yards, then are you truly using your God-given skill set—the thing that makes you different? It are you felt using? Like
1: it felt like last year, though, and obviously the answer to your question is no, but it felt like it felt because remember in college he was viewed as a passer.
3: Yeah. He and had an I offensive think, line that could block right. for eight seconds. Right. You, you're I, a passer. You're going to be you a, are right. a passer. <laughs> if, if and some, great, some pretty
1: good receivers, too. Uh, you right. think? Right. Against inferior teams. Um, but I think it looked to me like last year, though, it, it's not that he really views himself as a runner, although obviously he was great last year running the football. It was like I the passing isn't working. And he just resorted to running, and I don't know if I won't, I don't want to say found out he was a great runner, but you know, did his thing. You know what I'm saying? No, I, it, it seemed like it, like Lamar. It's like, oh, he he runs right when he first came in the league. We it was no, he gonna try to pass it, but he oh wow, he can run. No, we knew that was his strength. With Justin, it kind of was like, wow. And he he can run it pretty well, which is good because he can't throw it that well right now.
3: Yeah, my thing you you got sixty yards in two games, and you're your best thing is running. Run more.
1: Yeah, I bet you see him running this week against Kansas City. He gonna run. He gonna play backyard football. Keep it locked.